Ugh, I love this movie. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen this movie? <laughs> And we're rolling. Welcome back, guys. I'm Ben Farmer, and I'm a cinephile. I'm Megan Carver. I'm a cine newbie. We watch all kinds of movies, new and old. And we let you know if you should watch them, too. Because let's face it, watching The Office reruns for the 76th time Is always amazing. seems like a better option. <laughs> why, why depart from that? There was this rumor going around that they were going to remove The Office from Netflix. <gasps> And it turned out to be completely false because I feel like that's the one thing that's holding Netflix. It might be a little bit. There was some sort of poll taken. I think it it accounts for I think thirteen percent of their streaming. Yeah, that's right. You told me that. Yeah, it's insane. Anyways, insane. And we are part of that thirteen percent. We are so unabashedly part of that. We're proud of that. Yes. We belong. We belong together, Ryan. What number is this? 13? This is actually our 15th episode. Of season two? Of season two. Wow. And this is actually, I think we did 16 last season. We're just knocking them out. So I think our next episode will be our last episode of season two. Woo! And then we'll Our start... next episode will be? Yeah, because we did 16 episodes right. for our first season. We already know what we're going to do. Yeah, you guys will just have to deal with it. Right. We're doing... Endgame. Endgame. <laughs> Avengers, to be more clear. Avengers Endgame. Avengers uh, Endgame. Chapter two to the Infinity War. Series, d- Marvel. Uh, end know. of phase three. Right. Not all excited for phase four. Which I'm going to we'll tell see. people, and this is actually, how was your week? Uh-huh. Seeing a movie at eight in the morning. Oh my God, Is that's probably right. one of the most bizarre things <laughs> I've ever done. <laughs> like, it's different than a midnight show. Yeah, I would almost, I'm, but I can't tell if I would rather go to a midnight show or if I would want to go to an 8 a.m. again. The people at the concession stand still look like they wanted to kill themselves. They think they always do. Yeah. I guess it's like, it to me, and I still don't know the answer to this, do you have movie theater popcorn at 8 a.m.? I don't... And the answer is... The answer is, well, yeah, (laughs) but not because you necessarily want to, but you have to. Or that it's good for you. No. I felt terrible. We had popcorn for breakfast. We had popcorn for breakfast and (laughs) took a nap because we felt awful. Anyways. It did make me a little bit nostalgic because I used to work at a movie theater when I was a teenager, Uh and I remember when the first Harry Potter movie came out... The midnight showings that we had when the first Spider-Man movie came out in our theater. Oh, right. You know, so big releases around the year 2000. And it was so much fun, like, working those midnight shifts, like, staying up because we'd have, like, a 12 a.m. and then, like, a 2.30 a.m. That sounds awful. Oh, my gosh. It was well, so, I mean, well, but when you were 16, a kid, yeah. yeah like, when you could just you're power through. 16. Yeah, Taylor Swift wrote a song about my experience. Exactly. <laughs> That's what her song is about? So yeah, it was a blast, but the employees there did not look all too happy. I wouldn't either. Maybe because of Marvel saturation or how many shows they had I'm every sorry. day. I'm sorry. Also, to an 8 a.m. working at a movie theater <laughs> in New York. Yeah. Fuck that. That must be fucking exhausting. That's awful. I was working at a movie theater in Salem, Oregon. Small town. Where we saw 10 people at most. Yeah. This is no, like... This is, I mean more than that. But... Yeah. Yes. That's... That was a joke. <laughs> yes. God bless you, Salem. You're a great place to be from. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. uh, And we'll have a special guest, too. So Yeah, stay tuned for for a very special... I'm actually really excited. We've been wanting this guest on our podcast for a long time. For a long time. I know him very well. 
I don't know him very well. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking like inside jokes. Yes. <laughs> so I'm sure our audience yes. really appreciates this. Uh, Speaking of something getting inside of you. Hey, hey wasn't that good. Wasn't that good? Yeah. yeah. We watched. Are you on Thorazine? What the hell? Alien. Alien. 1979 Alien to be specific. There are a lot of Alien movies. And for those of you who have seen the Prometheus films, number one, I'm sorry. Uh, Number two, (laughs) these are directly tied to this original Alien film, uh, which again came out in 1979, directed by Ridley Scott, starring Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt, who was in uh, Top Gun, which we recently uh, reviewed. John Hurt, Veronica Cartwright, who is also in The Birds, which is one of my personal favorite episodes of ours. It's one of her best um, ones. Harry Dean Stanton, Ian Holm, Bilbo Baggins himself. Plotline per IMDb. After a space merchant vessel perceives an unknown transmission as a distress call, its landing on the source moon finds one of the crew attacked by a mysterious life form, and they soon realize that its life cycle has merely begun. That's a terrible plot synopsis. The tagline on the poster is so much better. What is it? In space, no one can hear you scream. But that doesn't say anything about the plot. But still, it leaves some mystery there. It does. You're you're in space. It's accurate. Something's going to make you scream. Right. Nothing. No one's going to hear you, though. Right. Except for the thing that was making you scream. Exactly. But no, I I feel like it's not, that's not helpful. Ugh. (laughs) I understand, like, the, the way that they've summed it up makes sense. But it's not eloquent at all. Well, this is all; these are all written by IMDb like users. I and know that is the shortest one. Long oh, story short, wow, there's really? this crew for this uh, spaceship that mines ore and is taking it back to Earth, and they come across a distress signal and they check it out, and they really regret having, having checked done it. that. Yes, uh, this is a pretty old movie. I mean, it is now forty years old, mm-hmm. which is crazy. We watched this movie on the eve of the fortieth anniversary, like to the day, which we didn't intend which on is that. Crazy. But that's amazing that we this, managed to do that. This movie is so ingrained in pop culture that there is a high school in New Jersey that is putting on a stage version of this movie. Are you serious? Sigourney Weaver just went to it last week. <gasps> And Ridley Scott like sent them this like uh, Can web we message. Go see it? Oh my god! I don't want to go to New Jersey. Of course not. <laughs> Who does? But still, maybe we can like. Can we charter a plane out there? It's far enough away. <laughs> Could we get... It would be a five-minute plane Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we could do that. <laughs> I think it's a school in Jersey City. To be to be honest, Jeez. I would love to go see it. I feel like that would be a lot of fun. You said high schoolers or middle yeah, schoolers? high schoolers. To see high schoolers reenact this is like right. a shitty it's high so school amazing. play. Oh, I my God. That's amazing. On the news, they only show like the last part where... Right. In, in the shuttle and everything. Right. That's happening there. And the suit looks so amazing. Really? And the kid like jumps out with this like harpoon gun. It's like, ah! What? Oh it's my gosh. so great. I really want to see it. Okay, well, that's how that's, popular this movie is. That's, and that's amazing. How it is. There is there are multiple sequels to this. There's Aliens, Alien Three, Alien Resurrection, and then it kind of died off for about ten years ish or so. And then Ridley Scott's like, I want to resurrect this and make some make money. Some money. I don't know. Mortgage movie. And so he wrote and directed Prometheus, and then the sequel to that, which was Alien Covenant. None of these movies have anything to do with the original. They could have just made the, in my opinion, they could have just made Aliens. And this one, and left it be. Okay. 
Aliens is actually a really good movie, the sequel to this. I've heard actually a couple people say Aliens is better than Alien. There are some people who hold Is this like a Godfather, Godfather 2 situation? I don't think they need to be watched back to back. Back? But a lot of people say The Godfather 2 is a better movie. Right. But I can see the merit of watching both of those movies tied together because right. it is Michael Corleone's Journey, story. I guess. You know? But they could have just made Alien and Aliens and just left it be. Aliens was directed by James Cameron. So it's a it's it's an action movie. Like it's a totally different type of movie. See, for me, this movie was like Space Hitchcock. Yeah, the, a lot of people bill it as the way they sold it to 20th Century Fox was it's Jaws in space. Yes! And just based off well, of... Well, no! I mean, it is, I though. changed my mind on that. Really? No, I do not agree with that. Oh, okay. Why there is a lot that? more comedy in Jaws. I agree. There's a lot more lightheartedness in Jaws. Well, right. there is a it's lot of... It's also very violent. Yeah, there is a lot of violence and there's gore and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot more lightheartedness and like sweetness to it. Yes. There is no sweetness in this. There's not not to say other there's not than any... the sassy cat that's on board. <laughs> that is the only sweetness, and it's a cat, uh, and cats are bitches. So yes, they are. Uh, not to say there aren't like moments of levity. You do get sort of some like behind the scenes moments with the crew where they're kind of like at the cantina and shooting shit with each other, but not a whole lot. Like things escalate. Very quickly. quickly. Yeah. Which I really like. Jaws, I think, was a longer movie. And Alien kind of, it just gets straight to it. There is a... Right. So, okay, let's... We need need to specify very quickly. We watched the theatrical version and not the director's cut. Okay. Just so we know. Also, too, we need to go through the plot. (laughs) Yes. So, basically, what happens is that there are these guys that are going getting ore, space ore, and bringing it back to Earth. Set in the year 2172, I believe. Okay. So, we're not there yet. We're on our way. We're on our way. Uh, and they, on their way back, get this distress call. Uh, and what they think is a distress what call. What they think is a distress, distress call. Basically, they're like put under. They're supposed to stay asleep until they get back to Earth. But these certain things line up that makes the ship wake up yep. and go, hey, there's a distress call. You guys all need to wake up and go there and get it. Which in my head, I could think of all these different people petitioning against that. And being yeah. like, our loved ones shouldn't be out in space trying to save and people. there are crew members who say that. They're like, we're not getting paid to do this shit. That's and not they're our like, job. Actually, in your contract, there's a clause that says, should we intercept any sort of distress signal? We're required we to do that. We are required to check if it out. If we don't, then all shares are forfeited. Right. All the money is gone. Yeah. You don't get any of it. So. so they wake up early and they're like, oh, fuck, we're only halfway home. Mm-hmm. We have to go check this thing out. Yep. So they go to the, uh, I was going to say island. They go <laughs> to. And they are voted off all of a sudden, one at a it's time. It's turning into Gilligan's Island. They are t- the tiki torches are dimmed. <laughs> Every time somebody dies, they extinguish a tiki torch. <laughs> But the alien extinguishes the right. tiki torch. One, one claw. He just holds it up to their face and just yes. blows it out. <laughs> so they go to uh, this planet, or it's a moon, I guess. That's no moon. It's a space station. It's, uh, yes, it's technically... And they the go planet. and try to investigate, and when they get there, they find whatever was left of that yep. had apparently sent a warning signal out, not a distress signal. Saying, don't come here. Don't come here. Yep. And they're like, well, we couldn't figure that out in time we're already here too late and by that point something has already hatched and attacked one of the crew members as they're investigating that just where the distress call came from Mm -hmm. so they bring everybody back to the ship after investigating even though one of the people that's being brought back has something attached to his fucking face and they bring him into the ship 
And Ripley, what's her name? Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. She's like, um, the fuck? Quarantine. What are we doing? You have to quarantine him. And the scientist Bilbo. guy, Bilbo, is like, well, we should at least learn something. And it's <laughs> this could be important. What if we save him? And she's like, um, you're putting everybody at the ship at risk for this one person. Uh, that and then Tom Scarrett like, is uh-huh. like... Maverick, open the door. That's an order, Maverick. And then Bilbo Baggins is like, well, he gave a direct order, so I'm opening the door. Uh, So then they bring this thing in, and basically, it just goes downhill from there. It goes quite downhill, quite fast. Which, I mean, we could go through the specifics of each and every little thing, I think, in terms of the plot, but I almost feel like... I feel like there are certain set pieces we should touch on. Yeah, I feel like, honestly, plot-wise, you should know as soon as that thing comes in. No, as soon as they respond to the distress signal, yeah. stuff starts going to hell yeah. real quick. Grab a teddy bear because yeah. the, the the visuals in this movie, the, the sound effects, the score, the editing, while all top-notch, uh, just sort of coat and permeate the movie with this sense of overwhelming and suffocating dread. Yes. Like, you are just dreading what is happening. Yes. You're like, why are you doing this? Why are you going there? It does not end well for literally anyone. Except for one person. Who really. survives, but it's like they were a witness to all of that. Exactly. And exactly. I'm sorry, that's fucking horrible. Yeah. So, yes. I feel like, again, there are certain scenes we should so, touch on yeah. and not try to give too much away. Right. But it, the movie's 40 years old, and if you haven't seen it, I, I feel like... Okay, overall, you know what? Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoilers from here on out. Spoilers that's from here on out. That's safe enough. Okay. So... So basically everybody dies. Everybody dies. Except for Ripley. Yes. In the director's cut, you actually get to see the aftermath uh, of what happens to a lot of the characters because one of the things I love about this movie, to touch on that first, is that, and I'll get into this a little bit. Yeah, what do you think about the movie? I fucking love this movie. When's the last time you watched this? I think I've watched this movie at least once every two to three years. Okay. So this movie was made in 1979, and I think we touched on how amazing filmmaking was in the 1970s, and Ridley Scott, who directed this, he also directed Gladiator. (laughs) which is a podcast that we've done. He has touched on almost every genre of film and storytelling. Right. If you think of Legend, which you've seen. He's basically like pretty much good at everything. Yeah. I, I feel like those... he has a pretty broad vision and voice. Uh, right. He, he also directed The Martian with Matt Damon. He also speaks six languages and can do arithmetic and in he can his sleep. juggle. Yeah. And spin plates. A man of 17 trades. His brother, Tony Scott, directed Top Gun. So this is a the guy. The apple fell far from the tree. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> In regards to that. This crew flies right into the danger zone. Yes. But the the, the movie itself is just so good. I, I really love the analogy of Jaws in space because you see so little of the monster. Mm-hmm. And in the theatrical cut specifically, you don't really get to see what happens to the crew no. when the alien no. finds them. You it's know. like, which actually, too, if you're a person that does not care for gore, this doesn't have a ton of not gore a ton. in it. The director's like, cut absolutely does. Oh, okay. Because, yes. like, in the, the theatrical cut, it's like, what? and then it's just cut away, and you don't see them again. And some of the kills you actually hear. Right, like, you don't even see while anything. While Ripley is running towards the last two crew members, right. she hears Lambert getting attacked by the alien. Right. You hear this high-pitched scream, and then nothing. 
Right. And that's it. And you don't really get to see, you see a little bit of a flash of like what happened, but you can't really make it out. Yeah. It leaves a lot to the imagination, which I think, again, is what made Jaws really work. In that case, the shark just kept fucking breaking, and so they couldn't put it on camera. Right. The alien doesn't really have that much screen time. You don't really see the monster all that much. It was like the scene where Dallas dies, where he turns, and it's just literally there. Oh, my God. That was, I'm sorry. (laughs) So it's this one part, yeah, where the captain captain of the ship is Mm -hmm. going down and trying to kill this thing and just, like, nip it in the bud. Because he's the captain. He's in the air ducts, and he's crawling He's going to whip his dick out and make it and fix it. That's what he's going to do. It's super claustrophobic. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, he doesn't Uh, know where this thing is. No, it's like an air vent is like, ooh, that's tight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So he's, he's climbing around, and then all of a sudden, and what's happening? at the meantime is that this gal has this tracker on the alien and all of a sudden the tracker stops working. Mm-hmm. She's like, uh, I don't know where it is. Yeah. And then the tracker comes back to life as the alien is like, what? Beep, beep, four beep, feet from beep, him or something? Beep, beep. Like, it's like beeline. And starts getting him. towards him and then he turns around and it's, <laughs> it's there, but the way that they had the alien attack him wasn't so much attack him as more of a like jazz hands the alien legit did just jazz hands and then it was a cut and i was like we missed the 11 o'clock number we didn't get that i thought that was kind of ridiculous but also it's like there's only so much you can do with that practical effect stuff at that point in time which they did an incredible job of and it was actually a guy in a suit this guy that they found at this pub in england who was i think seven one or seven three what they needed someone kind of gangly because they were originally going to do like animatronics and puppetry. And they were like, no, no, no. We want someone like in the suit so we can like get some of the movement that we want. So they found this guy, put uh-huh. him in the suit. And it was it was really sort of constrictive in the sense like they had to build this whole rig for him to sit down in because he couldn't sit down because of the tail. I will say like my own personal opinion of the movie, mm-hmm. like watching the practical effects made the whole movie for Oh me. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like what they had available to them at that time. Like you said, this was right around the same time as the original Star Wars. Yeah, two years so after. all of this stuff is handmade. Yeah. All of this stuff is done with your hands and I'm sorry. Shot there's just film. a difference. <laughs> there really is. It's a difference. It's, it's a hands-on like tangible quality. Yeah. And I think, so you go to a movie like The Avengers, and you watch a movie like this. They're two totally different movies in two totally different times, 40 years apart. Movies are made primarily on computers now. So when you watch a movie like Alien, you can really appreciate the craftsmanship and the artistry to make these prosthetics. It's literally hands-on. Make them not only look good, because that has to do with the DP, that has to do with the key grips and lighting, and just how, how you make that look good on actual film. Right. It, it's fucking amazing. There, There's very little wiggle room and very little room for error right. when it comes to that because it can come off hokey very quickly. Yeah, yeah. But it was, in, yeah, that was insane. I think that actually is my favorite part of the whole movie. Hmm. Like, I personally probably wouldn't watch this movie again. Really? Nope. Uh, I would love for you to see Aliens, though. I, that's what I'm curious about because I've yeah. had, that's why a couple the people quote, are like, uh, it's amazing. The it's quote Marines better. were leaving, that's from Aliens. Okay, there yeah. you go. Bill Paxton's in it, like, game over, man. Like, okay. Michael Bean is in it. Like, it's, it's such a, it's a fun movie. Like, it's still, there are parts of it that are like well, if horrifying. It's James Cameron. It's then, James Cameron. And this is like pre, of course, you know, Titanic. Titanic <laughs> was a laugh fest. <laughs> That was hilarious. Effects were amazing. Shitty script. <laughs> script was garbage. Such garbage. I saw Titanic in the movie theater. 
I saw uh, it on, on VHS, but when like it came the, the in two, two, the two, the taper. two pack. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I never really had to settle in for that Yeah. Shit. I probably wouldn't see this movie again. And as a cine newbie hmm. to somebody else who's a cine newbie, somebody who's like, mm, do I take time out of my day to watch this versus watching other stuff? Hmm. I personally would say no. Oh, okay. Like, it's not that I disliked it. Sure. I just probably wouldn't take time out of my day to watch it if there was something else I could watch. Really? If yeah. someone told you to, like, watch a good horror movie. I wouldn't watch this. You wouldn't watch this? No. Really? Mm-mm. Why not? It just didn't grab me. Like, some of the stuff was like, yes, it's very suspenseful. Yes, it's really interesting. You didn't take notes on this movie. I didn't take notes on this movie. Because, because I wanted why? to Because I wanted to pay attention. Because you were engaged. I was engaged, but I don't, it's not like I took anything away from it. Okay. Like, if you asked me, like, name off a couple of really important parts in the movie, I'd be like, you had to say the jazz hands thing in order for me to remember that happened. Oh, okay. But I, yeah, I just That's didn't. you blocking it out of your It didn't though? stick with me. Okay. For some reason. Even the fact of having, like, a very strong female lead i thought of that too okay because like i have a like female-centric production company and i was like oh wow we have this like female lead and she like she fucking kicks ass and takes names and she doesn't like take shit and i still didn't it didn't pull me in unlike the alien with everybody else that dies (laughs) i was not pulled in what do you think was lacking i don't know Really? I don't know. This is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. I know. And I know that it's, this is not a legend situation, because I like legend. Right. But it's, it just didn't draw me in for some reason. Huh. I think you were protecting yourself. That's what I think. I don't think so. <laughs> I know that you don't but like you horror can, movies. You can project onto me. I'm not projecting. No? Excuse me. Okay. I'm not, I'm not trying to project onto you. Okay. I just know I have been with you for almost 10 years. 10 years. And I know how much you don't, you're not a huge fan of horror movies. I'm not. And you were very, uh, not hesitant to watch this movie, but you were a little anxious because you've heard from your mom how scary it is. Sure. So. But I loved birds. You love the yeah, but the birds was that's that's like there's comedy in there. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I need you, comedy. And, and in you my also horror. mentioned comedy in Jaws. Yeah. You know? So maybe you need it like lighthearted. So watching something like The Shining would probably not be a good idea for well, you. Well, I've seen The Shining, and I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Okay. 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 So I see what you're saying. So if it's like full horror, full scary, then I'm just not going to be engaged in it probably maybe? to the fullest because maybe I'm protecting myself a little bit. Maybe. Or maybe the horror genre just doesn't do anything. I don't know. I'm not a person that really likes going to haunted houses. I don't really? like being scared. Oh. I have enough terrifying shit happening in my dreams every single night <laughs> that I'm like, I get enough of that for the six to eight hours of sleep that I have. I don't need to see this on the television. I don't need that. Um, so maybe a, that's why. As a cinephile, I disagree with almost everything you're saying. Please tell me and, more. Well, I mean, not to say that you're a bad person. I Well, I immediately thought are. that's what um, you were saying. <laughs> I feel like, again, just the time that it was made in, the craftsmanship just bleeds on the screen. The sets, the difference between like the Nostromo, which is the spaceship that they're flying in, and the alien spacecraft, the the way that they portrayed the monster on film, the prosthetics that they use, the costumes, 
Um, there was just so much detail in everything. Like, j- just for the craft of movie making, outside of, like, the acting, is it can stand on its own. And for me, this movie, again, 40 years later, it still holds up. It's amazing, and it's still suspenseful. And I really appreciate the fact that you rarely see the monster. Yeah, there are moments in it where, like you said, the Jolson moment where he puts out his hands. <laughs> you can see, like, yes, he's actually going to grab him and not being like, hi, give me a hug. Right. But And it's so fast, but I, I can see, like, how you would take it like that. And like I do appreciate like you mentioned the jump scare yeah. uh, when we were watching it. You were like I wonder if you noticed it yet. Yeah, There's yeah. There's a yeah, jump yeah. scare at the end at where the, end. the alien is hidden somewhere in yeah. the ship. And, and the camera I goes knew past it something more than was happening. Once. Yeah. Cuz like and I even asked you I was like is that the end of the movie and you're like and you just kind of nodded. But it, I knew it wasn't actually the end of the movie. Right. I'm like, we're seeing way too much happening. Uh, like, she's stripping down and doing a lot of business. It'd be weird if it if that was the yeah. end. And the reason it seemed like too much. The reason you don't notice is because the alien's body sort of blends in with the set design, right? And that's why Which I is think really they designed clever. they designed the the interior the way they did because right. you see like a lot of like circular patterns some of it almost looks like organic to the human body i completely agree with that think of like like uh human organs and like sure uh vital like this is gonna sound weird but like intestinal tunnels and and that's actually again on a scene that we should touch on is the famous chest burster scene right which is infamous let me just clarify even though i probably wouldn't spend time watching this movie again Uh and i don't super love this movie Uh i do fully appreciate and completely agree and acknowledge all of the practical effects and how astounding that is yes i think that's amazing yes and still again the fact that it holds up 40 years later is insanity it is horrifying to watch the the scene with john hurt because Again, spoilers. Going back to when they bring him back onto the ship because he this has this is the guy that has the thing he, that's he attached has the to his alien face. attached to his face. Yes, and they try to remove it and they can't because it's just wrapping its tail around his neck. And they're like, okay, oh, and it also bleeds acid. So when they try to cut it off, the acid melts almost through their hole of the ship. Right, so and that's like, like okay, yeah. And they finally come back in and and it's just gone. It's off of his face. It's dead. They eventually find oh, the that's carcass right. It of is the dead. Alien. Yeah. I, the thing that they didn't clarify, which I'm just assuming happened, is that it laid eggs inside of him. Correct. That wasn't super clear to Correct. me. Correct. There was something down his throat, but they're like, oh, I imagine it's giving him oxygen. Right. So when actually it was laying eggs was in his chest. It was laying eggs inside of his chest. Yes. So he wakes up and he's like, oh my God, I'm hungry. Like, And they're like, okay, well, now we're going home. So we're going to eat one more time before we go in the deep freeze. And there's this dinner scene and he starts supposedly choking on his food. And they're like, what the fuck is happening? Starts convulsing and flailing, and the alien bursts out of his chest, looks at the entire crew, zooms across the counter, and disappears. I can't help but think of the scene in Spaceballs, though. You've seen Spaceballs. No. Son of a bitch. Really? No. (sighs) Ben, this is why we have the podcast. There's a scene in Spaceballs where they have John Hurt Uh make a cameo, comes out of his chest again, and he's like, oh, fuck, not again. And he dies... And the alien like looks around at everybody, and the alien gets up on the counter. There's this little spotlight that comes on. <laughs> he gets this little top hat and cane. Does and he, he do the he hello my the, baby? He sings hello the Michigan my Frog honey. song. Oh my all god! All the way down the counter. Oh my god! 
That's like fantastic. they lift up their plates and just watch it go by. Oh my it's god! It's fucking amazing. The special effects for that scene, I feel like I'll I'll touch on that into you know once I get into trivia. But these are these are effects that again when you see them and the reaction from the cast and what it must have taken to do all of that. Right. Is so great. I will say too, and I just want to acknowledge this. I think the first thing I have ever seen in the Alien franchise is Prometheus. Right. I was thinking about that because you've seen Prometheus first. I, that's the very first thing I saw. Which, which Prometheus has stolen literally everything. Maybe that's from why. this. Maybe that's. And I hated Prometheus. I was like, what Prometheus is Prometheus was happening? garbage. Alien Covenant was not that good. And like, it just seemed like I was like, I've already seen this movie. It's it harkens back to what Disney's trying to do with Star Wars. Like, these movies were made, again, in the 70s, where shit was just cool for the sake of being cool. Like, you didn't need to know where Han Solo got his blaster or how and why he got his name. Who cares? Or who the fuck cares? And why do we need to know, in this case, why do we need to know where the alien came from? We don't. Why it's shaped the way it is. It just is. It just is. Like, why can't we just let something be cool for the sake of being cool instead of, like, digging into, like, oh, we need... These fucking millennials. I mean... I tell you what. Apparently it's all about money. I, that's brand Ridley new. Scott, I didn't realize that the movie business was about making money. Ridley Scott apparently needed more, and I get, and the this alien is, the, is apparently called a xenomorph. The fuck? And anyways, anyways. So because maybe that is because maybe I saw, Prometheus, saw Prometheus first. Yeah. I was like, they stole everything from this, so I already basically knew what was going to happen. And this was a much better version of it. Maybe if I had seen this first, it'd be different. Yeah, maybe. But I was thinking about that, but now, yeah, I yeah. forgot about it. Ultimately, I probably, yeah, I don't think I would watch this movie again. But I don't really like horror movies. And the first thing I saw in this franchise was probably one of the worst movies in the franchise. So it kind of ruined it for yeah, me. Yeah, I can understand. It's so like, it's maybe like watching take the, my opinion with a grain of salt. It's like watching the Star Wars prequels first. Yes, And then you're like, exactly. wait a minute, there were three movies made yeah. 15 years prior? Right. You know? Yeah. Anyways. So, uh, Jar Jar Binks isn't in any of those. Yusa not going to like it. <laughs> well done. Let's jump into some trivia. Okay. Trivia music. We just talked about the facehugger. Is that, that his name? Yeah, it's called a facehugger. Th- maybe can we give it a uh, name like Falsehugger? Falsehugger. How Falsehugger? Falsehugger. Uh, Le Duane Reed. The facehugger that is attached to John Hurt, when it dies, when it falls off, they find the corpse. Yes. And then they sort of autopsy it. They yes. slide it forward. And they used fresh shellfish. Oh! Four oysters and a yes. sheep kidney. To represent the internal organs. And it all looks great. Like, yeah. It all looks like totally organic. I'd buy that. To that exa- <laughs> what? I'd eat that. I know. I wouldn't eat that. I'd buy that. It's like, yeah, that <laughs> looks like organs. Uh, the chest bursting scene was filmed in one take <gasps> with four different cameras. What? Shredded condoms were, condoms were used to create the tendons in the alien's mouth. Ew. Which is great because you can it's see stretchy. the latex. And it's stretchy, but they coated everything else with KY jelly. That's what the aliens drew. Oh, so no. they must have gone through buckets of KY. Another tie into Star Wars, Harrison Ford actually turned down the role to play Captain Dallas. Oh, that's a stupid idea. I do, but I think Tom Scarrett did a great job. I think he, he does. For it. The the blue lights that they use for when they find the eggs, there's like that blue oh, ambient yeah. light that's sort of coating everything. Which I also didn't understand <laughs> why that was there. They borrowed those lights from the Who because they were rehearsing for their tour 
on the next sound stage. And they're like, hey, can we use can your we blue use lights? Those? I think we want to use them in this shot. Right. And yeah, it, it of course gives the ship sort of a, this otherworldly feel. Like, are we, like, where are we? Are we even in reality? Does time even matter in here? Kind of shit. Because you're dealing with these alien pod things. I still couldn't figure out why that was happening. <laughs> like, why is there a blue light? I didn't know why there was a blue light. Why is there fog <laughs> covering there it? I'm like, I don't. And why then he just dancing? fell through it and it was fine. I was like, well, that was a waste. <laughs> For the chestburster sequence, John Hurt stuck his head, shoulders, and arms through a hole in the table. Oh, God. Linking it up with a mechanical torso that was packed with compressed air. Oh. And a lot of animal guts. The rest of the cast were not told that real blood and guts were being used oh. as to provoke genuine reactions of shock and disgust. Apparently, uh, Yafet Kodu, who plays one of the mechanics, went home in complete shock, locking himself in his house and refusing to talk to his wife for several hours. Oh my god. The, the, the scream that you hear uh, Lambert give. Yeah. And you see the blood shoot onto her face. Right. And when everything happens, everyone's just like... Still. What the fuck? Right. Because they weren't told. They knew, right. They knew, like, conceptually what was going to happen. Right, but they didn't know that they were going to get but shot with But they kept all the special blood. effects a secret. Jesus Christ. Just in kitchen. Oh, yeah, I mean, furious, I get it. I'd be furious, later. but I'd also be like, no, I get it. There are other people that have done shit that I do not care for that as directors and it does not fly with me. That I'd be okay with. Yeah, agreed. And again, they wanted to use animatronics for the alien, but they actually used a real person in the suit, which I'm very glad they did. Yeah. Ridley Scott, his original cut was over three hours long and it was much bloodier. So they gave it a rated X what? rating. And they said, you have to tone the violence and gore way down. So if you watch the director's cut again, it has a this lot more. This is an more... X-rated version that we would be watching. The director's cut is pro would probably be X-rated for the seventies. Yeah. Holy God. So in the director's cut, there's actually a lot more sort of graphic deaths for the cast. I'm really glad we didn't watch that. Me too, because Ridley Scott is quoted as saying the theatrical cut is actually his original perfect vision for the movie. Oh. He said he said his inspirations for the movie were were Star Wars: A New Hope. Mm -hmm. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh. and 2001: A Space Odyssey, and wow. you can see all of those things in this movie. So that makes sense. Yeah, a little bit of trivia for you. I would say exact opposite of you. I would say watch this movie. It's not one that I would watch like all the time. No, but again, like I'd watch it every year, every couple of years, just because it's such a solid horror movie. Oh, one last bit of trivia. Guess how many minutes the alien is on screen for? Two. More than that. Oh, seven. Four. Four. You see the monster for four minutes wow. in this two-hour movie. So it's all suspense. It's all suspense. Yeah. That's a good movie. The cat is on screen more for more <laughs> time has more than has the more alien does. <laughs> That's amazing. And the, the, another amazing scene where you see Jonesy's reaction to oh, someone getting attacked. That was something you know? just, oh, that was insanity. So insanity. And the, and Such way, a nice touch. The way they made the cat hiss. And yeah. Get all, they, they brought out a golden retriever. But put it behind the screen, and then when they were ready, they just lifted the screen up. <laughs> the cat got super pissed off. That's amazing. Like, Look at this dog. That's that so smart. <laughs> so I I love this movie. I would say watch it uh, again. Not you don't have to watch it all the time, but if you appreciate the craft of filmmaking, you can see directors and actors taking risks. You know, everybody smoked. Uh, you know, see, it's <laughs> and like, and I, I agree with all of that. Maybe it's just because I don't like horror movies. Yeah, maybe. I just that's don't. okay. That's okay. I'm glad you watched it though. Now yeah, you, me I too. Can see the scene, Alien. 
I'd love to watch Aliens at some point sure. because that's an action movie. So right. I think you'd really like that. Okay. So cool. Yes. Until next week, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Make sure you uh, subscribe, yeah. share, follow please us, tell people about us. Follow us on Instagram to maybe keep up with the updates for the next episode, which will again be Avengers Endgame. There, of course, will be spoilers in that one. Please, like, don't listen to it if you haven't seen the movie. You have another week to see it, essentially. You have until a week from this coming Monday. It'll be about... about, uh, (laughs) It will have been out for three weeks by the time we release our episode. $2 billion. And if your money has not contributed to that $2 billion, then you really don't want to see it. That's not true. You want to see it, but maybe you have a busy life. It is the event of a generation. Like, we made time to see it at 8 a.m. So make some time to see it. Yes. Please share, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, Simac Podcast, follow us on Instagram, and uh, feel free to contact us if you have, I don't know, comments. Questions, feedback. Concerns. Whatever. Maybe not feedback. I I want feedback. Yeah? Sure. Okay. We don't have to listen to it. (laughs) We could tell people to go fuck We could tell people to (laughs) suck my screenplay, but I don't mind my feedback. All right. right. We'll be back next week with Avengers Endgame. Bye. Bye.